Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. I, in them, thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me. Jesus Christ is not here now. How will the world know that God sent Jesus Christ? Who are the ones who are the ones that the world is going to see? Thank you, sir. It has no representation on the face of the earth now other than me. And that's why I talk about grace. That is what? Sin. Let's cut this crap of unholy living. I'm saying we need to make a difference between the love of God and what pleasing God before I stray too much. But I can say this if your daughter Lola, how can she please you by obeying you and doing the things that you want? Thank you. By obeying you, by doing the things that you want. Before I finish that, so that you can understand why God continues to exercise his mercy towards me and you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I think verse 7 and verse 8, he began to speak about his love. Because that nobody mistakes what I'm saying. The love of God for me, it's independent of my behavior. The love of God for me is independent of my behavior. Why? Because love is his character. He can't change his character. But I can tell you one thing. Displease him. Then you will lose whatever it is that are the rewards that he's speaking to you. That's where we take off today. As God helps us, whether it's short, whether it's long, I just want to communicate what's in his heart. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And then you see what Paul began to declare to the people. Um, I want you to have both the message as well as the, um, and the amplified ready for me. Because uh, over first, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, let's look at verse 4. Let's take it out from verse 4. For while we are still in this tent, while we are in this tabernacle, we groan under the burden and sigh deeply, mm. weigh down, depress, oppress. Not that I want to put off the body, the clothing of the spirit, but rather that we will be further clothed, so that what is mortal, our dying body, may be swallowed up by life. God, go to verse 8 and verse, verse 8 and verse 9. Yes, we have confidence, we have confidence and hopeful courage. And are pleased rather to be away from home, out of the body, and be at home with the Lord. Therefore, whether we are at home or not, away from him, or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. We are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be what? Pleasing to be to pleasing him. to him. Give it to me in the message, quickly. Because the issue is about pleasing God. 
Paul was saved before he wrote this. Hadn't he been saved? And he's still saved. The love of God concerning him, he understood it. That God is not going to love me less. He's going to love me more because his character is love. But I haven't been saved. There is something that is important to God. And any one of you who has been here in the, in the, in the, in the prayer meetings and so on and so forth. How many times, how many times it has come in the ministration that had come. That what is important, I want to bring what? Pleasure to God. I want to do what? Bring pleasure to God. I want to do what? Bring pleasure to God. The men that ran this race ahead of us. The men who are saved just like us. Who understood the grace that had been given to us. Understood what it was all about. And stop this nonsense of once saved, always saved. It is unscriptural. It is from hell. You continue in your way. You will end up in hell. But I say to you, do you, do you suppose, yes? Do you suppose a few rocks in the road or rocks in the path are going to stop us? Mm. When the time comes, will be plenty ready to exchange exile for homecoming. Mm. Go on. But neither exile nor homecoming is the main thing. You see, neither exile nor homecoming. Just stop there. Neither exile nor homecoming is the main thing. Some of these things are guaranteed. We say when we think of grace, we always think of grace as, oh, God, God, God saved me from sin so I can get to heaven. We think of it just as well a beginning and an end. What about now? What about now? There is a grace for every day. A grace that tells me that cheerfully pleasing God is the main thing. And that's what we aim to do regardless of what our conditions. Regardless of our conditions, whether I lose all my wealth, whether my house is burnt, whether my family dies, whatever it is, our aim, our goal, regardless of whatever our conditions are, is to do what? To bring pleasure to God. I think you should continue that scripture right through to about verse 11 because I need to bring something out here. Praise the Lord. Cheerfully pleasing God is the main thing. Mm -hmm. That's what we aim to do mm -hmm. regardless of our conditions. Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, we'll all have to face God regardless of our condition. We will all have to face him Regardless of our condition, when in verse 12, he said, We are not again commending ourselves to you, but speak in order to give you an opportunity to boast on our behalf, that you may have an answer for those who are boasting about what? Outward appearance. Or those who are looking for who we are on the inside. That's about the examiner. Who we are on the inside. Because many of you, external appearances is what you are looking for. I, I, I. But what is important to God is what? Who you are on the inside. Pastor may look fine on the outside. He may even be smiling at you. He may even be patting you on the back. And inside his thoughts, his anger, his whatever. That is what heaven is seeing. 
he looks at him. Sure, Ole. Sure, Onikpan Shaga. Thief! What is the other one I just said in English? <laughs> Fornicator. Heaven is looking at the inside. And that's what Paul was saying. We will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Where we will receive what we have done in the flesh. How I have lived. How I have practiced. What I have done. Heaven is looking at it. I might bring him pleasure to God. Because there are those who are looking at external appearances. How large is the church? How big is your congregation? But heaven is saying something different. How is God seeing you? Inyang. And that's why we're talking about a deep what? Inward search. That's what it's all about today. That's what it's all about today. A deep inward search. A deep inward search. And as the Lord liveth, if you are his, and that's what Christ said, uh, 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 fiery trials will come to take away what? All the remaining fleshly infirmities. If you belong to him, this veil has to be open. Oh, this veil has to be open. Remember the story of Gideon. The, veil, the, the light was inside the vase. You remember that? Judges chapter 7. When he was going for that battle, when he needed to win that battle, until the vase was broken, the light could not show forth. And it took the light showing forth for victory to come. Amen. We hold this thing in an earthen vessel. And the excellency of the glory may be of him. Of God. Yes. This veil has to tear. That the real me should come to the surface. That the real you should come to the surface. And that's what we are talking about. Pleasing God. I challenge every one of you sitting here hearing this word today by the spirit of the most high God. Look in word and see who you are. See who you are. Look at yourself and let heaven judge you. Lest you come in that day and you are turned away. And he said, look, this one doesn't belong. Failed work. Where are we? So it's about, it's a, we are not those who are seeking, to, so those who are boasting in outward appearance and not in the heart. You may consider us crazy, but who am I on the inside is what matters to God. That's what God is going to judge. That's what God is going to see. That's what God is looking for. That's what's important now. And take the thorns away from your life. Take your focus away from the things that don't matter. Because the word tells me, the only way I can be changed from glory to glory is that my focus is upon who? On Jesus Christ. Said, said we look at him, and as we look at him, as in a mirror, we are what? We are changed from glory to glory. That's why we are saying a deep in what such where every single one of us is saying, God, look at me. We are that unrighteousness is. Please don't be quiet. Speak. I'm ready to change. Break my head. Break my bone. Break my back. Destroy whatever I put my confidence in until I, I, I conform to what you are, to the material that you are made of. How many are willing to do that? It's not just words. It's a cry, a deep groaning of heart. A deep groaning of heart that God is looking for now. 
Because that secret group, God is building it. God is building it. And I'm praying to God, don't let me miss it. So when you hear repeatedly being said, bringing pleasure to God, Lord, every appetite that I have that makes me to displease you, destroy it. Whatever it is that pleases you, even if it brings me pain, give me the strength to bear it. That's all we are talking about. So don't just sing the song, lifted and lifted, lifted and lifted, lifted and lifted. It's not a joke. You are asking for something that is deeper than what you understand. And I hope you are prepared for it. I hope you are prepared for it. Our backs may be broken. We may be aching and we can't sleep. And so on and so forth. But there is something greater than thorns. Greater than thorns that God is saying, come for. Take. Because it's already yours. Praise the Lord. So, is your life about pleasing people? Is your life about pleasing people? Ask yourself the question. I quarreled with somebody who was very close to me. I said, oh, this thing that I said, did you say the truth or not? If he's saying the truth, you lost friends, then praise God. But if for losing friends, that's why I said, then, then you don't belong to me. Just go. It's time we started telling ourselves the truth. Who are you? Who is the real you? Who is the real you? Who is the real me? That's what is counting now. That's what is important now. And if the real me is not conforming with the material in the foundation, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to cry to the Lord. And look at the things that are important, that are crucial in the race that we are running. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Let's continue from, from there. It is important. I've, I've, I've just zipped through a number of scriptures. But let's take something that's very important. Luke chapter 3. Give me 17. I'm still hammering the same point. Because I need to show it to you from different dimensions. Luke chapter 3 verse 17. Whose fan is in his hand? Yes, this was John now speaking concerning Jesus. Yes, and he will thoroughly purge his floor. Yes, and we gather the wheat into his garner. Yes, but the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. Yes, and many other things in his exhortation preach unto the people. Go to verse twenty-two so we can save time. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape. Like and a the dove. Holy Ghost, the, 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 he said, he descended in a bodily shape like a dove. Upon him. Yes. And a voice came from heaven which yes. said, Yes. Thou art my beloved son. Yes. In thee I am well pleased. In thee I am well pleased. Now let me ask you a question. What had Jesus done here? So and in this point, at this point in time in his ministry, what had he done? Be bold. What had he done? Absolutely nothing. To bring up the point to you that being, pleasing God is not based on performance. It is not based on what? Performance. God must have seen something else than you are looking at. It was the fact that Jesus was exactly the nature of God. It was the fact that this one he is cut out like me. He is cut out like me. He is cut out like me. He's exactly like me. That's why he said, 
This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. You are looking to please God, then you want to attain to his nature. The same material. And that's why, oh, I wish all those that have been proclaiming scroll, 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 they will get the spirit of him that is the writer and understand what he was declaring. That we have to be exactly the same nature to bring out what is inside God and declare it to the nations. And as the Lord liveth, we are stepping into it. This nation will be led right. This nation, I'm not talking, so that you, I'm going beyond the political realms now. Oh, come on Saturday. I will blow your mind open by the word of God. So that you understand what it is. That the intervention that God is looking at. You keep your eyes only on the physical. You've missed the point a million, a million miles. But when you understand what it is that God is set up for do. Why this nation is what it is. Why you are who you are. It's not 152 million. How many people do they say? 140 or whatever it is. It's not 140 million. It's looking for a small group. A small number of people. Who understand his vision. Who know his power. And they will turn things around. Not just concerning this nation. But for the purpose that God set this nation to be. And it's not limited to these boundaries. It is not performance. Oh, I bring so much money to the church. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I give so much money to help the poor. Thank you. It's in the word. I'm not saying don't do that. But Jesus had not performed one single miracle at this point, at least openly. He hadn't performed one open miracle here that everybody could see. No. And heaven said, this is my son, my beloved son. In thee, I am well pleased. Wow. I don't know if I'm communicating, but I know the Spirit of God gave this word to point our attention, to give us direction. What it is that is important to God in this hour? What is it that is important to God in this moment? What you need to look at in terms of the inward search that God is speaking about. It's a, Jesus had done nothing by way of, of miracles in the earthly ministry. Rather, God was speaking to Jesus Staying true to who he really was. Rather than what people want him to be. And that's what Paul was saying. That those who are glorying in appearance. We are saying that that's not what matters. What's inside is what matters. Is the nature of God replicated in me? Is the nature of God replicated in me? I said something in a... In Onugu that looked like blasphemy. Even me too. After Because it had gone out of my mouth before I thought about it. I said, ah, did I not overstep my bounds? But when I came back later. When I came back later. I understood. That it needed to be so. That Elijah was withdrawn. So that he shouldn't disgrace God. Thanks for listening. Join us again on Friday for the concluding part of today's sermon. If you want further information on what you have heard on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796.
or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.